I had my phone on vibrate, and I didn't see that you got here. Thanks. All right. All right. You're welcome. Miss <sighs> Laura, this is an amazing garden. It is just gorgeous. Oh, it's a beautiful place, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I don't see any fish though. He doesn't have any fish because what was happening where the birds were coming in, grabbing the fish, dropping oh. them on the concrete, and then the dog would eat them so they don't have any fish. <laughs> yeah, he used can to. Can we go out this way? Yes, I believe you can. It should, it should open up. I can also pick it up. I got in so it can always get on. I think as you approach it, it will open, but I'm not positive. Yeah, it does. Yeah, there you go. That's a beautiful uh, property, beautiful home as well. What I like about it, it's sort of a low profile home, it's not so... Yeah, it's not one of those gaudy McMansion exactly. things, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you're right. But so it's not yours, I understand. It's not mine, no. It's a friend's. I think you called that, Jerry, yeah. <clears throat> Mr. Lawrence, do you mind if I record our ride for my YouTube channel? Sure, I don't mind. Thank you. And then give you my card. Oh, cool. And Thanks. Check out the, the YouTube uh, video uh, later, uh, maybe tonight or tomorrow. I'll oh, publish okay. It. Thanks. Great. It's just uh, a little so, hobby of mine. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. So, how long have you been doing this? So, the YouTube or the, the Uber? Or, yeah. The Uber thing, like about two years, and uh, the YouTube uh, three weeks. Are you so, from uh, Naples? No, I'm Dutch. I'm from You're the Dutch? Netherlands. Yep. Oh, really? Where are you from in the Netherlands? And um, uh, I was born in Ede, uh -huh. which is about an hour from Amsterdam. My parents live in Brabant, which is uh, two hours from Amsterdam. Okay. In the south. In the south. Okay. Yeah. In the south. Okay. So you've been there? No, but I had. He's not technically my uncle, but I. I good friend he's since passed away but I called him Uncle Harold he was in the 82nd Airborne there and was oh, wow. um, one of the guys that uh, took the Nijmegen Bridge um, oh, in uh, really? 1944 yeah wow yeah. he lived until recently uh, it's about well no I think Harold died in I want to say 08 maybe okay no that's not but he was ago. a big tough guy and he went through a lot wow so he was dropped as a parachute. He was a yeah. He was a parachutist. He he fought in Italy, was wounded, then patched up, and then dropped uh, into the Netherlands. I went uh, back again. Market Garden. And, wow. And he was uh, the, the part of the uh, uh, unit that assaulted the Nijmegen Bridge and captured it. Does um, does movies made? Yeah, I know. Uh, about like, that battle. Well, that's how I found out about all this. I read the book, and uh -huh. um, his daughter, who's a close friend, said to me, gee, my father had something to do with that. And we um, we were with him one night, and uh, it was after his mother died, and we were drinking, and he started telling us the whole thing. And I, I was not sure whether he was embellishing it or not and then I got a book on the 82nd Airport and sure enough it was he, what he told us was exactly what happened and what they did and um, you know they, all those guys were scarred by those experiences they uh, you know they, 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 they suffered great casualties you know 
How are the people in the Netherlands today? Do they have any resentment towards the Germans? Still, to today. I believe it. Because I know I would if I lived in a country and somebody attacked us like that. I mean, I, neighbors have, you know, I, I still have that towards the Japanese a bit. You yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. The thing though is that as generations come and go, yeah, um, they, they, it's getting less. Yeah. And I would say that among the youth, there's no resentment towards the Germans, but it's still a scar in our history. Right. And I'm sure that the the, the Germans feel sorry for what has happened, but it's. The newer generation. The new generation does, yeah. And, uh, but you know, you were actually your country was occupied, so you weren't just invaded. Mm -hmm. You were occupied for four years, right? Yeah, five almost. Yeah. yeah. And I know what they did was terrible because people were starving and yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 My grandma had stories about you no know, food in Amsterdam. Yeah. And having really tough times uh, making ends meet and uh, trying to survive in Amsterdam with the children. My m father and mother were born in Amsterdam uh, during the war. One just before the war, one during the war. And uh, yeah. Now, Amsterdam, is it way north? No, it's somewhat in the middle. In the middle, say. and like yeah. Arnhem is where north or Arnhem is more to the east, on right? the same level as Amsterdam, but east. Uh, but east, yeah. yeah, exactly. On the border of Germany, yeah, almost, yeah, yeah. Well, you know it well, but well, you knew a famous person. Wow, that's that, well, I that's read a lot amazing. about it, and Harold told me a lot about it, mm -hmm. and um, you know, I know from his personal telling how tough it was and yeah um, I must yeah. also say that I always feel a, a form of gratitude towards American servicemen for well not so directly for liberating our country although that that's there too but just for servicing you know when military people and I think that the Dutch are more aware of that Mm -hmm. Then when when military young guys uh, serve, it's for freedom. Well, and he was uh, 17 years old. Oh, imagine that. I mean, and he, you know, um, he, you know, again, his yeah. his view of it was what he did. He, you know, I mean, um, and uh, he lost lots of friends. You know, yeah. I mean, you, you know, you're in this experience, and you know, your friends are all dead, and you're. You know, it's just shocking to a young person, any person, but to a young person to experience that. And he carried it through his whole life. Yeah, man. Um, and those guys did. I mean, you know, those guys did liberate Europe. And they. And the thing about they them did. is they didn't. Well, people at that time, not just Americans, but <clears throat> I've talked to people who were that age in France, and they, you know, they really had no idea. <clears throat> They knew where America was, but they didn't know much about it at all. You right. know, they right. and 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 our guys knew nothing about. <laughs> you know, they they were not uneducated. Well, some of them, like Harold, never went beyond high school. He didn't. You know, he just they were just there to serve, and you know. Yeah, when you're 17. Yeah. You have uh, probably not finished the high school yet. Yeah, it's quite amazing that we think our freedom of my country, uh, but I would argue even in this country, to people like him, 
Oh yeah. And, uh, I mean, so what was his name? I'll mention that. Harold O'Connor, his name was. If you, if you, uh, I don't know. If, let's see if there's anything. I think if, if you Google him in the Buffalo newspaper, I, I think there was some article about him in the Battle of the Bulge. He was in. Um, <clears throat> yeah, look him up. Yeah, you might not find anything, but that's um, fine. If I do, then I'll I'll link to it. And uh, may he rest in peace. And uh, yeah, thank you, uh, Harold. He's buried. For, he's Harold's buried in Arlington. And he was a great guy. His daughter Sue is a good friend. So, Lawrence, may I ask what uh, what do you do? Well, I'm retired. I was okay. in the. Uh, in the hockey business. In the hockey business? Yeah, I was with the Buffalo Sabres. Oh, really? Um, I guess as a what? In fact, that the the uh, the house I was just leaving, um, that uh, um, he he was my partner, the the main owner of the team. We sold it ten years ago. Oh, okay. So you were owner uh, co-owner of the team. Uh, we were, yeah. He was, he much more so than me, but... Um, so how, how do you make money with when you own a sports team? Well, in our case, we, um, uh, uh, you know, operated a profit, sold tickets, uh, you know. Oh, you get to sell the tickets, of course. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not the stadium, then. It's hard to do, but, but we were pretty successful at it. But it depends on the success of your team, I suppose. Our team was very successful. They don't have many Dutch hockey players, if any, do they? Oh, yeah. Zero, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... Which is odd, because we're good at speed skating. I know it, I know. We're good on the ice. I remember as a kid, I was always on the ice in the winters. Well, I remember... Um, uh, yeah, just growing up, you know, Hans Brinker and the Golden Skates, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, the Dutch were all there. But I, I'm not aware that we have a, a Dutch national uh, ice hockey team. I don't think you do. No. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to remember whether there were any... Um, So then, so the venue sells the tickets, but then is uh, gives like part of the the profits to the two teams that are. Yeah, you have to, to pay the players. You have to pay your expenses. So what's um, here? Give me your uh, your. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to why this doesn't copy. Hmm. No copy. Okay. What's your sale? I'll just I'll just text this. Just give you my card, right? Oh, I, I do have your card. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'll just put it on there then, and I'll send you the uh, link to his obituary. Anyway. Oh, nice, nice. Thank yeah. you for doing that, Lawrence. Yeah, okay. I really appreciate that. Yeah, it's nice to be able to honor also people like that a little bit because, you know. Well, people forget about him, you know. Of course. And they forget. You know, they don't. They don't owe everything to anybody, but. Um, you know, I think the one thing that 
I've always been proud about the United States. I think that, um, I think it's the only time in world history, maybe I'm wrong, but where a country liberated another country and left. They didn't, they didn't stay and occupy it. You know, I think we were, um, I think we were out of there pretty quickly um, after the war, I believe. Oh yeah, I don't remember you guys staying now. Well, I mean, the Americans left some bases yeah. against the uh, Russian uh, right. threat all over Europe. Um, I remember as a kid going to Susterberg and uh, watching the F-15s take oh. off, and they, they often would have scrambles. And uh, oh, as a kid, I just loved seeing that stuff. Yeah. And the Americans were very present in, in those days. Uh, that's 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Do the um, do the uh, Dutch ever commemorate those any of those days still? Or so we do, and we uh, we have a national uh, uh, liberation uh, holiday. And I do believe that the, the Americans and the, the other uh, countries that were involved in liberation definitely get uh, commemorated. Yeah, because the British ultimately liberated Netherlands, didn't they? Sort after of. after the Market Garden failed. Uh, so I'm not 100% sure about the history and the time frames of these uh, battles, um, but it could be so. Yeah. Yeah, because I uh, think it was the Canadians, the American, yeah. and the British. Those yeah, three were the main what, forces. What happened, I believe, was um, the. Uh, yeah, there may have been some American divisions, but the primary thrust from the U.S. went through France and underneath through, that's Belgium and uh, the Hurricane Forest and places like that. Mm -hmm. And the British came from the north. Um, what always surprised me, though, is that Hitler would not give up. Even when well, you see it crumbling, you see it falling apart, he was. He know. was insane. Yeah. And and, you know, for Hitler, <laughs> well, the U.S. was never going to let him give up. You know, they, he was done, so mm -hmm. he was going to fight to the last person because he... But doing so, it destroyed his own country. He destroyed his own countries, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the... Yeah, I'm going to just call this guy who's trying to reach me. Take care. Talk to you later. Bye. I'll cut that out. Uh, out oh, of the yeah, video. yeah, yeah. If you wouldn't mind, that would be great. Uh, no problem. Yeah, somehow I tried to send you this one thing and it didn't come back. And I didn't use anybody's second names anyway, so. Yeah, so I sent you two things uh, about Harold. One is from an article know. about him and then see if there's nice yeah so I sent you his obituary and I sent you uh, 
uh, story, uh, uh, some quotes from him about the Battle of the Bulge. Because he went right from there to Belgium. Amazing. And then from there um, into Germany. Wow. So he fought until the end of the war? Yep. Wow. Yeah. And then in what business uh, when he came he back? He owned a tavern. Years? Sorry? He owned a tavern in Buffalo. Oh, okay. Um, but he fought in the worst part of the war in Italy. Um, was dropped in the mountains there during the stalemate at Anzio and was wounded. And uh, had a terrible toll on him because I know later on in life he just, he said it, he uh, never had a night where he slept where he didn't dream about the war. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and he was a big man. He was, Harold, I'm, I think he was 6'2", six 6'3", six and a Good family. Mm. So how was he related to you? He wasn't related to me. I called oh, him Uncle Harold just because of the, you know, it's an American thing sometimes when you're close to somebody who's older than you, you call him, but he was not related yeah. to me. He's the father of um, a good friend. Okay. All right. So I would just always call him Uncle Harold, but he, yeah. he was not my uncle. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Well, thank you for sharing that. Uh, yeah. That was really special. <laughs> the things you learn in an Uber, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I got a few more people like you. This channel is going to be a great success. <laughs> well, the, you know, the these are unique stories. That was, you know, that was such a pivotal. I mean, first of all, a lot of people don't realize how much uh, the Netherlands suffered during the war and how they bore the brunt of it. You were the you were the back door to France, and they went right, right. through your country. Right. Yeah. That only took Germany five days to conquer Holland. <laughs> well, I think and, we had and, two and planes in three, uh, three yeah, times. Yeah, not so. even really, right? Because they went, you know, they... Um, yeah, we had a system to defend Holland. There were these waterways that we would flood so that their tanks couldn't roll through the country. Right. But they just dropped parachutists everywhere behind the waterways, and that was that. Is that how they did it? That's yeah. how they did it, yeah, basically. And they just bombed the hell out of Amsterdam and Rotterdam. They, they leveled Rotterdam almost. Yeah. And uh, then the Dutch said, okay, no more, please. Yeah. Because it's too much killing, too much yeah. Yeah, devastation. And. Uh, Yeah, yeah. The Second World War is uh, is, is, is uh, a big scar indeed. So, what do you think of the current war in uh, the Ukraine? You think Putin is going to rise up, or is he as lunatic as, as Hitler? Well, you know. Oh, hold on one second. Can you? I can't record. This is going to be a business call. Do you, can okay. you turn that off? Yeah. You can turn it off.